It's Thursday, January 29, 2015. Ah, another day, another pipeline goes kablooey. U.S. pipelines now rupturing faster than we can keep track of them. The two brokered a new nuclear deal allowing U.S. companies to provide India with reactors for commercial purposes. Obama's trip to India, a boost to nuclear energy. We have a window of opportunity. International Monetary Fund calls for an end to fossil fuel subsidies. Plus, some good news. Fracking banned in Scotland and a red fox returns to Yosemite. All of those returns and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. Yosemite National Park says a rare Sierra Nevada red fox has been sighted in the park for the first time in nearly 100 years. Oh, this is a big one. Get out, Elizabeth. I'm coming to join you, honey. For listeners old enough to get that joke, you're welcome. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as we go to air, and even as pipelines are still rupturing all over the country, the U.S. Senate, it seems, has now finally passed a bill to force the construction of the Keystone XL pipeline. Yep, it goes back to the House now, but they still don't have enough votes yet in the Senate to override a promised presidential veto, so it's just more theater. And for the record, the nine Democrats who are joining all of the Republicans in the U.S. Senate to support Keystone XL pipeline, that was would be Senators Michael Bennett of Colorado, Tom Carper of Delaware, Bob Casey of Pennsylvania, Joe Donnelly of Indiana, Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, Claire McCaskill of Missouri, John Tester of Montana, and Mark Warner of Virginia. All of those Democrats calling for the dirtiest oil in the world to be shipped from Canada down to the Gulf of Mexico to be shipped overseas for mm, maybe 50 permanent jobs for a Canadian company. Yeah. Thanks, Democrats. And a correction. Earlier this week, we mistakenly reported that there were four pipeline ruptures in the month of January alone in the U.S., but actually, we were wrong. Who does your fact-checking, Desi Doyen? In fact, there have been five pipeline ruptures in the month of January. Oh, man, so it's worse than even you thought. Yep, and there's a reason for these pipeline problems. An investigation on pipeline safety and oversight from the National Transportation and Safety Board released this week found, quote, systemic flaws. Not only are gas companies failing to conduct inspections and tests on their aging pipelines in populated areas, but the states have inconsistent regulations and not enough trained inspectors. And by not enough, you mean sometimes none at all. Right. Sometimes those states don't inspect any of them. President Obama's recent trip to India concluded with no climate agreement, unlike his recent historic emissions deal with China. India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi is not ready to commit to emissions cuts, but the two leaders did reach a modest agreement to cooperate on clean energy development and financing. The biggest winners, however, were the U.S. nuclear industry, because Modi agreed to repeal India's liability laws that require nuclear energy companies to pay all the costs of a nuclear accident, and instead will probably foist it off onto India's taxpayers. So American companies are free to build nuke plants in India now without having to pay up if things go wrong? That's right. Nice. Thanks, Obama. Calls are growing around the world for governments to use the current slump in oil prices to phase out fossil fuel subsidies. We have a window of opportunity. 
The price of oil has gone down significantly and probably for a period of time. Now is the time to actually remove the world over the subsidies to use of energy. Well, who was that hippie leftist calling for the end of fossil fuel subsidies? That was the director of the International Monetary Fund, Christina Lagarde, at the World Economic Forum in Davos. Now, the world spends about $550 billion a year on fossil fuel subsidies. U.S. taxpayers shell out $5 billion to the oil industry in permanent tax breaks. So the call is stop helping out these oil companies. They're doing fine. They don't need our help anymore. Put that money elsewhere where it can actually do some good. That's right. Finally, some good news. Fracking has just been banned in Scotland. The temporary moratorium will allow the Scottish government to conduct scientific studies on environmental impacts. Pennsylvania's new Democratic governor, Tom Wolfe, has also banned fracking in state parks and forests. And finally, the rare and elusive Sierra Nevada red fox has been spotted in Yosemite National Park for the first time in nearly 100 years. It's one of the rarest animals in North America. Likely fewer than 50 remain. Wow, just 50. Nonetheless, some good news there. Thank you very much, Desi Doyen. For more good news and occasionally some bad news, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com where we are now celebrating our 11th anniversary of independent troublemaking and muckraking. But we need your help to continue. Please stop on by and consider a donation to help us do exactly that. Find us and follow us on the Twitters and the Facebooks at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>